Good morning, New Hope Community Church. My name is Pastor Pat Machado. I am your youth and young adults pastor, and I get to bring the message this morning. I want to thank you for joining and tuning in, whether it's on the website or Facebook or even YouTube. We're just excited that you would choose this place to call your church to tune in to see what God is doing and what God may have for you in this message. Well, let's jump into our Bibles. You got it right next to you. Pull it out and turn to the New Testament in Acts 2. At the very end of Acts 2, 44 through 47. So go ahead and while you're looking that up, I want to talk about our series that we're continuing this week called Stronger Together. Or in other words, super choke kind, the kind stuff, like that, action, we're better together, right? Stronger together. And if we, New Hope Community Church, here in Aina Haina is going to be a thriving church that is stronger together, we are going to look at the very beginning of the church. In Acts 2, the Holy Spirit has just come down. People are talking in different languages, but also people are understanding what those people are saying. And people are on fire for the Lord. So let's see what Luke, the writer of Acts, is saying about the church and what it looks like to be stronger together. Let's read. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to one another who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their numbers daily those who were being saved. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you that you meet us right now online. That it doesn't matter if we're home, at the beach, at our office, in our cars, on our living room uh, seats, or just in the yard. You have said you will meet us wherever we are. And so we tune in today, Lord, to hear a message really from you. And we want to know what it means to be a church that is devoted to you, a church that is committed to you, a church that is stronger together. So God, may you be in this place. May you bless those that are listening. May you bless the speaker as he gives this word. And may it be all about you. And may your name be praised. We pray this in your name. Amen. Well, can I say something? Before we continue on, can I say, thank goodness it's football season. Thank goodness it's football season. Now I get it. Basketball is happening. I get that there is a playoff happening in basketball. And I, and I get that COVID is still going out and about, right? But man, I love that football is here. Now as a Packers fan, I think I said that the last time. As a Packers fan, there's one name above all other names. And no, it's not Brett Favre, even though he was awesome. And no, it's not Aaron Rodgers, even though he's killing it right now. But it's Vince Lombardi. 
And the cool thing about Coach Lombardi is that he speaks to or gives us a little insight of what it means um, to be a devoted person or a committed person. Let's read what he had to say. The quality of a person's life is in direct proportion to their commitment to excellence, regardless of their chosen field of endeavor. Meaning, no matter what you choose in life, if you choose to be committed to excellence, you will be a quality person, someone of great value. And the cool thing about us as Christians, if we pursue the most excellence of excellence, which is Jesus Christ, we too then would have a character or be a person of quality. We follow a God who is the supreme excellence. Jesus Christ lived a perfect life. And the cool part is he doesn't ask us to be perfect, but to pursue, right, in direct proportion, in a commitment and a devotion to him who is excellent. So for the heart of this message, if you're following along, is small steps of devotion to Jesus leads to a church of people with high quality character. Small steps of devotion to Jesus leads to a church of people with high quality character. Meaning, if we're going to be stronger together, we need to be able to take those small steps of devotion towards Jesus. That we are going to look to Him. Well, you're saying, well, what do we do then? How do we become devoted people? Well, um, it says it in Acts 2.42. This is the high quality characteristics that we should have as a church that they had back in the beginning. It said in Acts 2.42, we read it before, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. So how can we, New Hope Community Church, which I'm calling stronger together, the devoted ones. We are to be what that scripture said. And the cool thing about that, the following scriptures breaks that down for us. So if you're taking notes, let's start with point one. Here it is. Be awestruck by the movement of God. Be awestruck by the movement of God. 2.43 says, Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs. Well, we know that this season has been a tough season, right? We cannot uh, go without saying this was a tough season. And I would say for some of us, it was really tough and even scary because we had to be tempted by staying home and maybe even be lazy. And, and for some of us, we were forced to be wise with our finances. Woo, scary. For some of us, we even had to do the scariest thing ever. We had to learn common math, common core math and help our kids. Like, oh my goodness. 
No, but seriously, it is a strange and tough season. Businesses are closing, civil unrest is all around us, questionable government decisions are being made, we can't meet physically for church, come on. And that's just to name a few. But really, like most things in life, we can really choose to focus in on those things. Or we can choose to be in awe of what God has been doing even in a season like this. Even in a season like this. If you haven't noticed, our church has been able to do many signs of wonders even to me. And I hope to you, but you had to be able to focus on it. Our church was able to meet the needs of kids who didn't have school supplies. For those kids that missed out on a graduation, hey, we put one on for them. Our, our church was able to gather resources together so that people could meet their rent and even eat meals. Our church that isn't that big went online, and usually that was only for those churches that had thousands and thousands of people. This is in itself a miracle. How is a small church able to do such great things? Well, I tell you what, because there are people here that care, and you guys are amazing and loving and giving. And when we are stronger together and we continue to do that, we are able to do signs and wonders. So the question is, why are you talking about it? Well, again, we have all these things that is crazy happening in this life. We also have these things that are amazing that God is doing in this life. What are we going to focus on? Are we going to pursue the Christ-like actions that God is doing? Or are we going to pursue and stare at everything that we see on Instagram and that we see on Facebook that says that this world is falling apart and it's worthless and, and it's crumbling all around us and the sadness and the sickness and the brokenness? Or are we really going to look at the things that God is actually doing? And I love it in the Old Testament, the prophet Joel, he says in 2.21, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, O land. Rejoice and be glad, for the Lord has done great things. To be the devoted ones, we look to his blessings. To be the devoted ones, we are looking for God's movements, even when it seems small. Even when it seems as small as, you know, we got more time to spend with our family. Even that small little statement, I was able to spend more time with my family, is probably so much weightier, so much gold, so much Christ, so much God movement in that, that we could miss it. So we need to be people that adjust our hearts to be awestruck by the God things. This is what the devoted ones do. Point two be generous in our fellowship. We ought to be generous in our fellowship. Acts 2, 44 through 46, all the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to one another who had need. 
Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with gladness and sincere hearts. What's interesting is the writer Luke, again, he is a man who is a doctor. He's an intelligent man and is writing uh, his writings in the gospel, in the book of Luke. He is very passionate about something. And you'll see it over and over again. He, he mentions certain parables and stories that the other Gospels don't mention. He, he talks about the Good Samaritan. And he talks about the rich fool. He talks about this dishonest manager. Luke makes it a point to get this message across that we need to watch out that our lives are not consumed with our possessions over each other. Luke is concerned that we would be people, the church, that isn't consumed by their possessions over one another. And I love that because he, like all the Gospels, state this in Luke 10, 27. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. As the devoted ones, we are to love one another as ourselves. We give time to the neighbor who wants to talk story. We stop our work just to acknowledge our children and ask them how they're doing. Maybe we pay for the guy behind us in the line buying something and you see him struggling to figure out if he has enough to buy what he has on in his cart. This is what it means. And yes, they met every day and they were able to go to their homes and we're not able to do that. But can you honestly say when it reopens again, are you going to have people in your homes? Are you going to be joyous that they're there? Are you going to be able to sacrifice time for others? See, it, it was so important to Luke to continuously write through the Gospel of Luke and then he wrote it again that they were so excited to meet with one another. Nothing would get in their way. Not everyone sold their homes because they were able to meet in their homes. But he was saying, hey, if someone needed something and this was but nothing to them, they would let it go so that that person would be, meet a need. Let me put it this way. Now, I'm the youth and young adults pastor here. And um, of course, um, I want to make sure that I'm doing my work, that I'm actually getting paid for to be here on staff. Now, if that was my only driving force, I shouldn't be here. Really, what it should be to be the youth and young adults pastor of New Hope Community Church, I should have a desire to fellowship with our youth and young adults. I should want to meet with them on a Sunday night Right? That desire, that want of mine on my end should be one that I'm excited to see what God does in their life. I have a genuine relationship with them. And then being on staff is just an extra blessing. So let me ask you to be stronger together looks like those in fellowship that we're showing up. We're showing up on Sunday morning online for service. 
We're showing up on Thursday night for women's ministry. We're showing up for Saturday morning for men's Bible studies. We're showing up. We're texting each other encouraging words. We're calling in to give a prayer request because we're so excited. We're so generous. We're so generous of our time and our effort for the sake of fellowship. It's saying, Lord, use me. Use me because I'm so joyful. I'm so glad. I'm so excited about being a part of this church. I'm so stoked that I'm here on Sunday morning. I'm just excited about it. And I can't wait to talk to so-and-so. This is what it looks like to be the devoted ones. It's not about checking a box that I went to small groups. It's about the joyful gladness filled up inside me that I get to go and be a part of a community of people. Lastly, point three is going to be we praise no other name. We praise no other name. Acts 2.47, praising God, enjoying the favor of all people, and the Lord added to their numbers daily those who were being saved. Now, to be honest, right, how many of us know someone that when we see them, we're like, oh, man, not them. Please, Lord, not them. Let it not be that person, right? All they do is complain, complain, complain. Please, please, please don't let it be that person. And what's the saying? If you don't know that person, then you might be that person. I'm just kidding. No, but we all have that, right? We all have that, oh, please, no. oh, let me get away. Or we know a person that's like, hey, can, can we just not talk about God today? It, it, can, can we just not talk about God? We can talk about anything you guys want to talk about, but please, can we not talk about God? Like, we know these people. Now, I'm not saying we can... Uh, of course, have fun. Like, it's great to have fun, right, on this end. But really, is it that fun if we can't even mention God? On the other end, it, it can't be Jesus, Jesus, Jesus for every second, and we come off like being a weirdo. So what is that happy medium? And, and I love it because you can do that. Man, you can praise God when you score a touchdown during Turkey Bowl. Man, you can praise God that your paycheck came in. You can praise God that we got enough to eat this week. Like this is what they were filled with. Praising God was at the end of the t their tongues. At the tip of their tongues, they couldn't wait. Because they were in anticipation that God was doing something great. They were excited about being with one another. It wasn't like this, this thing they had to dredge up. Right? They couldn't figure out who and what, how does this great thing happen. No. No other name was on their lips. As the devoted ones, we are excited about what God is doing. We get excited that one person said yes to Jesus. We get excited that one soul was prayed for. We get excited that, that anyone and everyone is here right now. Whoever is here right now, I'm excited. I, I, I'm filled with joy. I'm thankful that you're here. 
I, I, can't, I can't help but praise God that you showed up to hear this message, not because it's me speaking, but because you are being able to hear something for you. God valued you, you so much. He valued you so much that he said, you got to tune in this week. And that this church is so important, they need to have a message like this this week. That we get so excited that we want to go out and we want to share that there is a Lord that is filled with love, hope, right, peace, and joy. That it's not about my name. It's not about getting Patrick Machado out there. It's not about getting... Um, Pastor John's name out there or getting New Hope Community Church out there or just getting New Hope out there. Really, it's about getting Jesus out there. He's the one that saves. He's the one that grows people. He's the one that builds up character. He's the one that brings death to life. He's the one that will take us out of depression. He's the one worth praising. We must be the devoted ones. So in closing, these are some of the high-quality characteristics of the devoted ones. And for some of you, you might be excited and, and, and that's all you needed. And I feel like for some of you, you might say, why should we do it? Why should I be the devoted one? What do I benefit being stronger together? Can I tell you this? It, it's very important. Actually, I believe Pastor John hit on it maybe last week or the week before, but hey, we are created this way. Honestly, you and I, mankind, we are created this way. We are not meant to be alone. We are not meant to be siloed off and be all alone. We are actually, from the very beginning, in Genesis, it says we are meant to be with one another. It, that's why our great commandment is so important that God tells us to love God and to love people because those two things is our very need that every single person, whether you want to acknowledge Him or not, needs. So I ask you, are you willing to be a church that is stronger together, filled with those calling themselves the devoted ones. Let's close in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you that you met us in this place again. And Lord, that you would wrap your arms around those that need a Savior. So God, for those out there that don't know your name, may they proclaim you as their King. May they proclaim you as their savior. May they proclaim you as the one and only love. That there is no other king, there's no other love, there's no other savior that will get them through these next days and through eternity. For them, Lord, may they meet you for the first time for real and declare that you, Jesus Christ, is their Lord and savior. For everyone else that might have strayed away in this time of COVID and is getting back to church and we're getting there, may you help us just to ratchet back to you 
more and more each day. May you inspire us to open our Bibles. May you prompt us to send a text or an email to the church. May you give us a direction to how to gather together. Lord, may you help us be those that see the amazing things you're doing in this world and be in all of it. God, may we not be afraid to fellowship with one another with generosity. God, may we be those that hold the banner of Jesus and praise only that name. Lord, we thank you for today. Bless everyone with the rest of their week. May it be amazing and filled with your wonders. We love you and pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thanks very much. Have a great week. I hope to see um, all the ladies there on Thursday night. Well, not me, my wife. See you guys there on Thursday night. And if you're a guy, come see us on Saturday mornings. And if you're a youth, come see us on Wednesdays for devotion at 5 and Sundays for our services at 5. Well, I'm glad that you were here. I'm Patrick Machado, and I'll see you guys later. All right, see ya. Bye.